0: is brought to you by just some podcast video the views on this podcast are those solely of the host and do not represent the views or opinions of any other institution
1: Welcome to Nurse Papa, a podcast from the heart and mind of a pediatric oncology nurse and father. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a story of parenthood, or I tackle a parenting question from one of my loyal listeners in a segment called Dear Nurse Papa. In either case, I hope to come out on the other side with a better understanding of what makes kids and their parents tick. Let's get started.
0: Papa, I know Father's Day is coming, but is there a special day for you too?
1: Um, I am a father, you know, of you.
0: Don't be silly. we Papa and that's different.
1: How is it different?
0: Well, I don't know. It just is.
1: Okay, then. Let's hear how Father's Day goes for this year, Papa. Sure,
0: Papa. Let's go.
1: Alright. Father's Day. Learning how to parent without expectations the process of parenting always feels more agreeable when i limit my expectations for what may occur in any given moment when things go well like a solo parenting afternoon ends without me yelling or the kids bedtime happens in a timely fashion and without any tantrums i am pleasantly surprised with more consequential matters too i know that the more i wrap my mind around how i would like something to go down the more likely I am to be disappointed when my plans go awry. It's hard not to harbor expectations for how we would like our lives to be though. Most of us are constantly writing our own internal narratives, which we anticipate will one day be closely mirrored by external ones. To be free of hope for a particular outcome may feel like giving up, ceding our autonomy, or denying our desire for what is most important to us. Five years of parenting to my two willful kids has mostly freed me of expectations, though. I remember clearly the day when this way of being was most thoroughly drilled into my papa psyche. We had planned a visit to the Monterey Bay Aquarium on our way down the California coast. I was easily far more excited about this edifying oceanic experience than either of my two kids were. I had built up a narrative in my mind for how wonderful it would be. I could picture it all just like it was a movie, on the Hallmark Channel. The scene opens with me holding both my kids up against the glass of the neon blue jellyfish tank. My kids' eyes are wide and their mouths are Wow! We all wonder in amazement at the nebulous floating forms in the tank. As the camera pans closer, my kids ask thought-provoking questions about the lives of these creatures before us. With a knowing smile, I answer their curiosity with thoughtful responses aided heavily by the information placards which I could read, but the kids could not.
0: You are so smart, Papa. Tell me more about the lives of these fascinating, invertebrate creatures,
1: plead both my kids, even the boy who could barely string together two words in a row. Inspirational orchestral music begins playing in the background as the cloud around us erupts into good-natured applause and the mayor of Carmel, California, hands me my long-awaited dad of the year trophy the happy scene fades to black the end i simply could not wait to experience this scene in real life when we arrived at the aquarium though the place was packed like sardines in a tin can especially at the sardine exhibit our kids were whiny and hungry we parents were still hopeful though this was going to be a good day This was going to be a good day. After waiting in a long, winding line, and lying about the age of our son at the end of it so we could save 50 bucks, we managed to herd our kids through the thick museum crowd. We soon found ourselves at the dark entrance to the jellyfish exhibit. I pulled softly on my daughter's hand and gestured forward, hopefully. This was going to be our moment. She wouldn't budge.
0: I'm not going in there, Papa. I'm afraid of the dark.
1: She said with a frown. Hmm? This is new, I thought. At some point between our journey from the car and the aquarium, the girl had developed a fear of the dark, just in time to spoil my, I mean our, moment of triumph. No matter how much I reassured and eventually pleaded with her, she still refused to join me. But it's
0: dark in there, Papa.
1: But, but the jellyfish I said pathetically I did not have a moving follow-up she remained unconvinced my entreaty faded into the ether of a nearby aquarium filled with boring crustaceans by this time our son had fallen into a deep sleep it was his nap time after all his somnolent dead weight and my daughter's reluctance to enter any area which was not fully illuminated made exploring the aquarium virtually impossible. It was yet another further logistical impediment to my hypothetical parenting success. We did spend a few more hours at the aquarium, and the kids did manage to have some fun, but the experience was tainted by my own disappointment over what did not happen. I had set myself up for failure long before the day had even begun later on at a nearby vegan mexican restaurant i took out my frustrations on my unsuspecting daughter she had a tantrum and knocked over our shared horchata i screamed at her and removed her from the restaurant it was cold and blustery outside she was shaking and shivering in her dress can we
0: go inside, Papa?
1: i was shaking in anger and embarrassment i had made a spectacle of myself when on our way out i had accidentally knocked over the chair behind me with my big butt the piercing aluminum clang alerted every patron to my out of control angst it was my displaced reaction to an anticipated success which failed to materialize it was truly ugly and the vegan burrito with mango pineapple salsa sucked Since then, I have done my best to limit my expectations as I journeyed through the ups and downs of Papahood. I still managed to get disappointed, though, and this past Father's Day was a prime opportunity for that. I thought I had prepared myself well. I expected nothing beyond a fun, peaceful day with my family. But my kids are truly autonomous beings who are especially equipped to dash even the most modest of my hopes. They are amazing teachers, even if they are unaware of it and lacking impressive credentials. The moment I opened my eyes that morning, my son, who was lying next to me, scowled at me. He then whined,
0: Papa, don't see me!
1: Which is his three-year-old version of, Papa, don't look at me. Thank you, son. You really shouldn't have, I replied sarcastically, even though my sarcasm was completely lost on him. I pulled the covers back over my head to oblige his papa aversion and to hide mine from him. As I tried to reclaim sleep, I could hear the kids screaming and bickering in a far corner of our house. It was a loud and chaotic greeting to my special day, and I needed to escape it. I needed to be alone. An hour later, that is exactly what I was, alone. My wife, sensing my budding disenchantment with the morning offerings, granted me leave to take the paddleboard out to the bay. As of late, the solitary experience of stand-up paddling out in open waters has been my happy place. It can be savage and wild out there, but I never feel afraid. On this supposed day of Fathers, the opportunity to be left to my own thoughts, with the wind humming in my ears, was exactly what I needed. Navigating the surly, wind-capped water a mile apart from any human, felt like such an easier undertaking than being a dad in that moment. Per usual, I had ventured out hastily and poorly prepared for a trip on the water. I was dressed in clothes that I might wear on an errand to the market. I was listening to old-school REM on discerningly non-waterproof headphones. This is always the way I paddle out into the bay, daring the elements to knock me fully clothed into the cold water. It is a steady, nonchalant confidence that I can't imagine carrying over into my parenting life. The stakes are too high there. My kids mean way too much to me to not worry about failing them and to not be disappointed when I fail myself. But there must be a safe place somewhere in the middle, a place in which I can hold out hope for something simply fantastic to happen, yet survive intact emotionally when that fantastic thing eludes me. There are times when I get closer to this place, when I can taste triumph without actually experiencing it front and center. There are also moments when I am able to adjust my paternal expectations to fit reality and at the same time discover true satisfaction in a very modest success. A perfectly shaped pancake delivered to a hungry tummy, a smile, a laugh, a special look that my child gives to me and no other person on this earth on the next Father's Day, and every day between now and then, I will be looking out for something like that. And to all the fathers out there with unrealistic parental expectations just like myself, happy Father's Day. Nurse Papa loves you.
0: You are so smart, Papa. Tell me more about the lives of these fascinating invertebrate creatures.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nurse Papa. Remember, Nurse Papa is also an upcoming book about my experiences as a pediatric nurse and father. Available August 17th. Whoop, whoop. For more information about the book, please visit nursepapabook.com. Stay safe out there and keep on parenting.